Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes, and joining me once again is my trusty sidekick. Hey everybody, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. So, Dr. Heisenberg? Yo. Last week you suggested we banter. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about banter, because uh, uh, I ate a lot of candy this morning uh, for breakfast. Um, oh, do go on. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's Easter today, and um, every year I uh, I observe the uh, holiday known as Cadbury Friday, which is your last chance to go out and buy tons of Easter candy before it all gets turned into Mother's Day cards. So I've got a big, huge stockpile of like Cadbury eggs and jelly beans and malted milk eggs and all kinds of stuff, and I'm having a lot of fun with that right now. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to be killing you in your sleep later to get to that. So it's good shit. So and no, you can't have any. There are cats, but um, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's fun to think about. You know, Easter candy, which is cool. It's uh, a lot of people don't know the the origin of. The hiding of the Easter eggs, which is a, a tradition here in the States. See. Please, by all means, well, enlighten us. See, it goes back to uh, to medieval times when the tradition was actually to hide the eggs of a dragon in the homes of uh, your enemies while they were asleep. You go and, you, you know, you hide a dragon egg in, like, the cellar or the oven or somewhere where it will be you know, have time to gestate, and the idea is that the broodmother dragon will smell them and come and destroy the homes of your enemies looking for who took their eggs. And the tradition of having children find them on Easter morning, because this happened on Easter, is when you'd, wow. Easter night is when you'd have, yeah, hide the dragon eggs, is um, the it, what, what families would actually do is they would train their children to find the dragon eggs and get them out of the home before the broodmother would come and torch the village. So that's why kids find Easter eggs on Easter, to keep the dragons away. I got nothing to add to yeah. that. I'm well, sure it's all true. There's, yeah, no, you, you don't do it today. Now you find jelly bean eggs. but Yeah, little plastic eggs full of jelly beans or uh, wood eggs. No, it's because the dragons are gone. Well, anyway... <laughs> That's why we celebrate Cadbury Friday, yes. because we know the candy is almost gone. Moving on. Okay. Quickly, for God's sake. <laughs> Every week we take a series of topics suggested by you, the listeners. Yes. We choose one at random, and we have a helpful and informative discussion about it, with the eventual goal of discussing everything. That's what we do. Yes. So, let us choose today's topic. Nine. Ooh, it's a nine. Okay, it's what's, a nine. what's nine? Nine is <clears throat> places to go and things to see as the weather warms up and you stop wearing pants. That's too long. That's a mouthful. Yeah, we're going to shorten that. We're going to change that. Okay. But it was suggested by uh, Greg in Brooklyn. Hmm. And I know what you people out there are thinking. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. You're thinking, hey, didn't Greg in Brooklyn suggest a topic two weeks ago? That sounds familiar. He sure did. But you know what? Greg in Brooklyn sent in ten topics. So guess what, people? That's your new benchmark. Wait, that's the same Greg? Yeah, same Greg. Ten same. topics. Really? Yeah. Are you, are you saying, Johnny, that uh, a fan of the show could potentially have, you know, their ideas used as episodes more than once? Why, yes, I am saying that. My goodness, what a deal. I'll say. 
And that doesn't stop there, no sir. If you order now, we will also send you the vegetable steamer tray. Keeps two vegetables piping hot. And the first 200 uh, submissions will get a free Snuggie with the breakfast with a big logo on it. Also, one of those egg things that scrapes skin off your foot. Yeah. (laughs) That's a real thing. I know, it's called a pet egg. That's a terrible name. (laughs) Yeah. Egg thing. You get an egg thing. You get a fucking Easter... Skin eater. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just have this great image of, like, mothers who have children with really nasty feet hiding pet eggs in the, in the house on Easter yeah. instead of candy. Yeah. And the kid's like, oh, oh, what's inside? Malted milk balls? Nope. <laughs> Crusty feet shavings. Yeah, fucking take the hint, little Susie. Scrape those feet. Scrape those dirty, dirty feet. Wow. Oh... Now then. egg Easter is the saddest Easter of all. It is. <laughs> now then. Okay. Places to go oh, and, and things pants. Pants. Things. What's, what is it again? It, places to go and things to do as the weather warms up and you stop wearing pants. Zazz it up. Zazz it up, Johnny. Yeah, it's too long. It's places, things, hot pants. No, that's stupid. Um, stuff to do in the summer. Stuff to do in the summer. Stuff to do in the summer. It's getting warm. It's summertime almost. Almost. Not quite. But they promise us it will get warm soon. Yeah, they keep saying that. And, Probably I mean, with rain. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll feel the warmth again someday. The cold will get out of my bones. So, I'm old. What? All right. Well, let's let's talk about some things that the listeners can do this summer. That's fun. Yeah. Summer fun. What, what, what did you have in mind? Hmm. Um, well, people like to go to the park. Fuck the park. Okay, go on. Fuck the park. Okay, A, you've got dogs shitting everywhere. You've got guys playing Ultimate Frisbee. What the fuck is that? You know, you go to the park. You try to have a picnic. You put down your little blanket. You quickly discover, oh, the ground is not flat. And you put the blanket down. You're essentially just trying to cover up that problem. The minute you set a beverage down on that thing, the whole picnic goes to hell. Something's going to spill. You're going to end up with stains on your blanket. I mean, and in addition to the grass stains and the dirt and the mysterious insects you're going to bring home, I hope you like spiders and shit because you're going to have them all over your food and ass. And God forbid you want to bring a nice romantic bottle of wine and you get an you know open container citation. Almost certainly, you know, because the because the blanket, not your house. No. So you get to really no. class up your picnic by having your tasty wine inside a paper bag. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-mm, can't pour it in a glass. Got to swig it. Yep. That's uh, that's the way to her heart right there. However, Hobo style. by that logic, if you want to have sex on your picnic, you have to get inside a garbage bag with her. <laughs> and wow. And that's horrible. Yes. Yes, it is. And that's what happens in the park. That's happening in the park right now. You go to the park, you're going to see that. You're going to just see people having depraved dumpster sex and ants crawling all over children. All right, so we won't go to the park this summer. Yeah. Um, well, people like to go to the beach, too. Yeah, I don't know about the beach. <laughs> well... I mean, I think you agree with me about the beach. See, the the problem I have with the beach, number one, is uh, I don't like going out in the sunlight. Um, well, there you go. And uh, it's hard to go to find a beach you can go to at night. Yeah, no, night swimming is, by and large, discouraged... Because between the uh, the sexy teens having their, their their illegal high school bonfire parties where, you know, drama unfolds, I've heard, 
And right. uh, sharks coming up and eating people, which happens all the time at night when you go night swimming. If you go night swimming, a shark will eat you. It's just science. Yeah. So Night sharks. Yeah, night sharks. And so, yeah, so you can't go to the beach at night. Also, beach vampires. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, beach fires. Yeah. You know what's worse is, is uh, shark vampires. Oh, my God. A shark vampire, I am... I never knew that was a thing until right now, and I'm already super worried. Yeah, I mean they have they have options. That's almost too much monster. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, a shark has to keep swimming in the daylight. Oh, he just goes down deeper in the water. Oh, sun can't get me, fuckers. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's what the vampire shark does. Have you ever tried to stake a shark? It's not easy. No, because first you got to bop him on the nose. Yeah, you need a and under pressure. Are you honestly going to bop a shark on the nose? Um, I don't know. I Depends mean, on the shark. You're going to flail. Maybe you'll accidentally strike its nose, but I think it'll know you're flailing. Yeah. I that's mean, why, it's, well, that's why it's dangerous to go in the ocean. Yeah. That, that raises another problem with the beach. When you want to swim, you have to go in the ocean. The ocean is weird and scary and full of abominations. Jellyfish. Jellyfish. You go in the ocean, boom, hello, it's just, you're in jellyfish country. They, they run the show. You have ceded your rights... You know, to, to the sovereign rulers of the beach, the jellyfish. And that is how they get a taste for human flesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it is! Yeah, no, and, and then you get all sandy. Well, yeah, that's, that that's bad, too. Yeah, yeah, the sand sucks, too. I mean, you know, jellyfish uprising, whatever. Land animals going into the water outside of their domain, spitting in the face of God, being overwhelmed by the jellyfish. But also the sand is bad, too. You know where sand belongs is in a cat box. That's a good spot for yeah. sand. And we don't even use real sand for that anymore. Not in my sand, shorts. Sand, not absorbent of uh, odors. That's, no, That's something not. you learn at the beach. Sand does not hold in the odors very well. That's true. <laughs> it's yeah. all over the place at the beach. Everything, yeah. Hope you like the smell of salty, dead sea life. Yeah, that's the ocean. You're fucking getting it. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get to the ocean and it's like, oh boy, here's some water. It's full of mercury and strange animals and gross plants that are going to touch my feet and I'm going to scream and embarrass myself and it's water that I can't even drink water that is no good to my horses you know and right right no all right but uh, unnatural unnatural but we can't go to the pool if you've ever been to a public pool there's so many people there and just everything reeks of tanning lotion and crotch ball sweat good old ball sweat yeah it's all just buckets of ball sweat yeah, all over not like not fun crotch just yeah. You, you step into that public pool, it is a it is a wave of, of ball sweat. They might as well dump a bucket of it on you when you come in. Yeah. They could chill the buckets so that you don't even have to get in the pool. So when there's a line for the slide or something, because there's yeah. a line for the slide, I promise you. And <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just, it's a giant puddle of urine, and it's full of uh, children fighting and uh, old fat men. Very old, very fat men. All right, so we're yeah. not, so, not going to the pool. Yeah, because what, what is the public pool? It's you crammed up against, you know, giant beastly butter monster man, you know, in his in his Speedo, and he wants to talk to you. Oh, does he want to talk to you? And then he probably wants to take a shower afterwards. He wants to talk to you while he takes that shower. He wants you to come on in, come on in. Not in a gay way, just like a male bonding thing. Just, you know, just to make you uncomfortable. That's not how I bond with other men. No. I mean, maybe there are men who do that. Maybe that that mythical creature exists. Maybe those guys who were playing football in high school and having sex, you know, maybe they actually did learn this. But I was not playing football in high school. I was playing Dungeons and Dragons and 
You sure were. Crying myself to sleep. There so, you go, slugger. Oh, there you go. That's another thing people do. I was painting summer, my so. fingernails and hanging out with the guy in the cape. I mean, <laughs> so, high school was not really about showering with men for me. Yeah, that's fair. Well, another thing people do in the summer is uh, they like to play baseball. Oh, boy. <laughs> Baseball's really boring. That is a good point. Baseball is actually uh, so boring that I'm afraid talking about it would be boring. That's fair. Because if we talk about baseball, we have to talk about, you know, oh boy, they get to wait a long time between doing things. Yeah, yeah. Between every pitch. Oh my god, I'm bored already. I know, right? It's, it's not like it's a universal thing. I mean, I'm not super into sports or anything, but there are other sports where stuff happens. Yeah, baseball should really just watch the baseball. Baseball players should watch, uh, you know, a basketball game and just brainstorm on ways they could move faster. Yeah. It'd be nice. Like, I get it. There's a grand tradition of standing and scratching and spitting. Maybe if they just had the nice floors like basketball, they would be less inclined to spit. I mean, yeah, maybe. Or you go the other way. You just go football. Just All right, some people have the you know nice new stage with turf and everything, but you, you get a real hardcore team uses just fucking grass. Real grass, mud, snow. Oh, whatever. yeah. If, if you ever really want to treat, if you haven't done so, just watch a Pittsburgh Steelers home game during a blizzard. Oh, good. Guys God. are just covered in mud and snow and coming after each other like... Warriors. It's like watching Vikings. It's and, and not like watching the Vikings, the team. No, fuck those guys. Like watching real Vikings. Yeah, yeah. yeah just it's just fucking... big monstrous dudes in armor just bellowing at each other and crashing into each other wearing the the proud colors of their of their royal standards and oh my god, it's epic. Just give them big hammers and be done with it. Yeah, so already football just kicks baseball's ass. So, sorry summer. Fall sports, winter sports, where there's blizzards. Play baseball in a blizzard. Actually, do that. Get some get some warm uniforms and play baseball in a blizzard. See what happens. Winter baseball could be fun. I mean, it, it couldn't be worse. Winter baseball where they don't bother clearing the snow off the field, so the guys just have to hop over the snow and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That would be amazing. Just, oh, my God, some guy in the outfield digging around in the snow looking for the ball. That is suspense right there. And and hopefully you'll get some, you know, prankster players who every once in a while, like, if they lose the ball, he'll just make a snowball really quick and try to play it off as the ball and throw it at guys. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, oh, that idiot, he swung at a snowball again. That's strike two. Uh, like, if all the outfielders just, like, have snowballs hidden in their pockets, and so let's say you got, like, three guys on base, and just, like, suddenly all three of them get hit by the ball and, you know, get struck out and, like... Holy shit, how were the three balls? Ha ha ha, snow baseball rules. Baseball seems to be a sport made for the snow. They've got those gloves which serve as perfect snow scoops. That's true. You know, they just scoop up a big glove full of snow and just mash it in a dude's face when they tag it. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be wonderful. That's a, that'd be a great way to tell them you're out. Just, bah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so baseball, not something to do in the summer, something to do in the winter. Yes. Because... I feel like they could find a use for the bats as well in the winter, like beyond just hitting the ball. Like, and, and I think bats would just be more impressive if they were coated in a thick layer of ice. Thick layer of ice, yeah, use them to, to fight off polar bears. Also, there's going to be a polar bear just out on the field. Yeah, that's, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, just, he's not on any team. He's just kind of there as a wild card. Uh, unless you're in the uh, Northwest, then maybe sometimes they will um, substitute a timber wolf. I don't see why they shouldn't substitute a timber wolf. Yeah. 
going to be fun. It, it doesn't have to be a polar bear. It can be any bear. Yeah. <laughs> as long as there is a bear on the field. Point is, baseball sucks. We're going to start the Winter Baseball League. Winter Baseball <laughs> League with bears and snowballs and timberwolves. You're going to love it, America. I already love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, boom. That's baseball. Right. Done. Um, I mean, because I'm just saying, you got a sport with a weapon. They don't use the weapon. Yeah, now, a more a more gentlemanly game you can play while also having a weapon at your disposal is, uh, I, I used to like to play croquet in that, the summertime. That is a summertime game, however, my family uh, does not play croquet since the incident. Oh. Uh, yeah, this happened before I was born, mind you. This happened when my father was but a boy. <laughs> oh, get ready for some good times family history. Oh, absolutely, because, you see, my aunt... During a croquet game, a very heated croquet game, raised her mallet in anger and brought it down upon my uncle's head. And I don't know how much damage she did, but there was bleeding. Well, the point is that there was a a, a mighty croquet mallet duel, and uh, we don't play croquet anymore in my family. Wow, okay. Because it's just too tempting. You are literally giving people giant hammers. And then setting them to work in a game where the goal is to remain calm and do a very fiddly little, you know, thread a needle sort of task. Yeah. How does anyone still have faces? Who plays that game? Well, I don't know. When I was a kid, you know, Granddaddy Heisenberg kept us in line pretty well. But, you know, if if Grandma Goodtimes wants to run around like Conan the Barbarian, I I guess uh, there you go. I believe she was involved, yes. Okay. And, yeah, you have an adult there watching... But if all the kids all at once decide that they're all going to turn on their masters while armed with <laughs> giant hammers, are you really going to put a stop to that? I mean, okay, yeah, if you've got 25-year-olds coming at you and you've got just no qualms about hurting them, you're, you're going to win. But... Okay, sure. If they've all got big-ass three-foot-long hammers... I, you know, I guess you could look at this as, uh, if you're a parent... And you've either had a moment of insecurity where you doubted whether or not you are a good parent. Um, arm your children with giant sledgehammers and see what they do. That's basically if they destroy you, you're a bad parent and you deserve to be destroyed. If they, you know, protect you and serve you and whatnot, then maybe you did something okay as a parent. Yeah, I mean, if they yeah. vanquish your enemies... yeah. Good kids. Good job, but yeah. that's probably going to be the police involved. You probably should have talked less about your enemies... Well, it's it's that doesn't mean you're a bad parent. No, though, it just means you know. you're you're a blabbermouth. Yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> the point is that that's something you can do in the summer: test the loyalty of your children by arming them with giant hammers. Yeah, croquet is awesome. <laughs> there we go. That's the rules of croquet. Yeah, big hammers and then just turn them loose. So that that was fun. Moral of the story: mini golf. It's like croquet, but you know, there's a there's like old golf guys there to kind of keep you in line, and the weird guy at the mini golf course who cleans it, and there's a windmill usually. Mini golf pisses me off. They take your ball at the end. You don't get to keep the ball. That's true. <laughs> the the giant clown mouth takes it. Yeah, I don't. I I, I that pisses. Yeah, don't bring your own ball. I, if I can't do mini golf. golf. I get mad. Like, wait, where the fuck's my ball? I wasn't done yet. Yeah. yeah. Don't bring your own. I guess is the lesson there. Use one from the course, and. All right. That's mini golf. 
Okay, so I think we've covered sports pretty well. Yeah, don't worry. Is there anything else people do on this? I feel like we're forgetting a big they, one. They go on vacation. Oh, people do go on vacation. Summer vacation. Summer vacation. That's what they call it. That's what people do, sort of. Right. Because they spend the first whole month of summer planning their perfect vacation. Who am I kidding? They spend everything from March to June planning their vacation. For Yeah. So, some people think of their summer vacation as the only part of their year that's worthwhile, which if so... It probably is. Yeah, it's kind of your own fault at that point for living a crappy life. Yeah. And, and what do you end up doing on this vacation? You have your itinerary, <laughs> you know, you've got your, your your very tight schedule that you have to keep to, you yeah. gotta, gotta see Mickey and all that shit. Well, you're a Danny Tanner clipboard of fun? That's not the wrong name for it. Okay. There you go. Danny Tanner clipboard of fun, you've got your clipboard... You are going down the checklist. We have seen Mickey. We have waited in line for 90 minutes for fucking Space Mountain, which is not... It, it's fun, but it's not 90 minutes in line fun. So that's an issue. What is 90 minutes in line fun, though? I, I Very few things. Yeah. Very few things. And in the end, what is the thing you're really going to even remember about the vacation? Is it going to be... It's not going to be getting your picture taken with Mickey. It's going to be when your four-year-old punched Mickey in the balls. Yeah, okay, that's pretty funny. That probably at least get some hits on YouTube with that one. Yeah, and you know you're you're asked never to return to the happiest place on earth. Right. But... It's funny because the guy inside Mickey is trying to you know stay in character, but he also is kind of being forced to admit that he has balls. Although I'm not sure would that would the costume protect him? In which case would he not be hurt, but then play it up? Oh, I've been an injured. <laughs> if uh, if they have. <laughs> If they fitted those suits with um, athletic, you know, groin protection, then yeah. well done, sir. I, I don't mean like... Although they may have done it after many years of employee injury. I don't think the characters are actually like wearing a cup. I just mean, you know, these are these are bulbous cartoon bodies. The, 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 the crotch of the, the suit is a good distance away from the crotch of the person inside. Well, I hope so, because if there was a guy in a Mickey suit right here, I'd kick him the balls right now. There it's, you go. It's harder to, you know... It's hard to resist. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen a Chuck E. Cheese where I didn't... My first thought wasn't just kick that mouse in the crotch. I kind of want to pick him up and throw him in the ball pit. Yeah. Watch him flail. Ah, it probably is really hard to get out of a ball pit with that head on. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know. I mean, and kids are chasing him around, punching him the whole time he's out. So, yeah. you know, that's a problem. Right. So go to Chuck E. Cheese this summer. Go to Chuck E. Cheese and fucking beat up Chucky. All right. Well, that's as good as a vacation because you get the same basic story out of it. My child punched a costumed furry. Yeah. Well. All right. I, I think in general, you know, we can. Uh, you think about things like you know, seventeen-hour-long car trips. Yeah. And you know, just people being hot in the back and screaming yeah. and whatnot. Are we there yet? I'm tired. I have to pee, and the bottle is full. Yeah. It, well, it's a long trip, and they should have gone before we left, little bastards. I think we can agree that, in general, your typical family summer vacation kind of blows goats. It really kind of does. Do you, do you have any, like, good family vacation memories? Not of the family vacation itself, no. Inevitably, the, uh, the, the great sort of triumph of any family vacation is, you know... Okay, the vacation itself was terrible, but somebody punched Mickey, or somebody drew a really funny picture on the back of a placemat at a diner on the way there, okay. or something. That's always what's funny, actually. Hmm? 
You know, there is one wonderful thing that has happened to me on a, on a road trip in the summer. Really? Now, I don't remember where I was going. I don't remember who I was with, even. Okay. But I was in a car. All right. Going down the highway. Okay. And off in the distance, coming up over a rise, I saw, coming the other way, on the highway, a Wienermobile. A Wienermobile. A Wienermobile on the highway. Okay. A Wienermobile in the wild. All right. And I leapt out of my seat, and I pointed, I practically punched through the windshield, and I shouted, Wienermobile! This is the big Oscar Mayer... The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. The car shaped like a hot dog. Okay. And I was just so amazed by it. But then... Uh Uh-oh. But then... Okay. Coming right behind that Wienermobile... Yeah. Literally following a few yards behind it... Was it a bear? It was a second Wienermobile... Whoa. Two Wienermobiles. And I jumped up again and I shouted, Two Wienermobiles! <laughs> and, I mean, I look back on that now. Mm-hmm. I look back on that now. And I can honestly say that I'm not sure I have ever been happier than I was at that moment. Wow. And you think I'm joking. You think I'm joking. But no, when I think about that, I think that might be the purest moment of joy that I have ever known in my life. You know, you look back on it, you know, your first true love, you're losing your virginity, you know, the time you took acid and thought you were in the Shire, whatever. Yeah. No, no, fuck all that stuff. None of it compares to seeing two Wienermobiles at the same time on the highway. It's going to be an interesting yardstick for the rest of your life. I it mean, is. I can't, it, I can't on, even think about it. On your wedding day, your future wife will, will turn to you and say, well... Does this beat two Wienermobiles? And you're going to have that moment of clarity. I'm going to have that moment where I have to lie and say, yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, future Mrs. Goodtimes. It's like, unless somebody can arrange to have two Wienermobiles at the wedding, and then we get to ride in one of them, the the second one, so we can look out and see the first one. Seems doable. I mean, people... Good stupid shit for weddings all the time. Yes, yeah. but know. we'd have to be riding in the second one so that when we look out the front, we can see the first one. Because that way we can see both of them. Because if you're in the front one, oh, goody, I get to look at like a truck. Who cares? I imagine Oscar Mayer is willing to deal. I hope so. You know, you could get a you could get a Wintermobile convoy. Don't even joke about that, man. <laughs> I'm not saying I could do it for you today. I'm no, just I'm not saying you could, but I'm just saying... It's possible. When I think about what could be better than two Wienermobiles, the first thing I always think is three Wienermobiles. Huh. But I don't even want to think about that, because if I get to the end of my life, you know, if I'm on my deathbed, surrounded by all the people whose lives I touch and who are going to be just absolutely crushed <laughs> without me, and all I can think about is how I never saw three Wienermobiles at once... Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to die with that kind of regret. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Any future moment in your life that you you really want to punch up, I suppose you could add Wienermobiles. I think I could. (laughs) I don't even like hot dogs, you know? (laughs) I don't even eat hot dogs. But that Wienermobile is just... There's something so good about it. There's That's something. ironic, because I like to eat hot dogs, and I don't really care about the Wienermobile. So it's maybe it's a one or the other kind of cosmic, there can never be two kind of thing. So that's something to do this summer. Go see a Wienermobile. Yeah. Yeah, find one in the wild. Yeah. All right. Well. What, so. are, our, what are your actual plans for this summer? I'm probably going to play video games and uh, drink at bars at nighttime. There you go. I'm going to... 
do those things as well. Yeah. Probably with you. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Make podcasts. Yeah. And so, uh, the video games, at least, you know, they can be done in, in separate rooms, which therefore can be done pantsless, which brings us full circle to the original topic about stuff you can do without pants. There you go. There we go. All right. And the other thing we're going to do this summer is, uh, well, we're going to record a lot of podcasts. We are. And we are going to need you, the listeners, to send us more topics. Lots of topics. Many topics. Enough topics for the whole summer. Greg from Brooklyn sent 10. Yeah. What do you do today? Yeah, do you want to be outdone by that guy? <laughs> uh, you can email us at uh, topics at thebeak.org. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on thebeak.org. You can find us at these places, yes. And when you go to thebeak.org, you're going to find a lot of uh, you know convenient links to these things. Tweet us, write us, email us, whatever. Leave yeah. a comment on a post. Yeah, totally. And we will use your topic. We're looking for them. We will, we will find them. We will notice you. And we will make silly podcasts about them. That's about it for this week. Yep. So until next time, just remember, we want to get you laid. Yeah. And uh, get those eggs out of your house before the dragons come. Get the eggs out. Mm-hmm.